Hello and welcome back to the Left on the Bench podcast. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Jacob O'Connor, with my bro, Adam Trandafilu. Uh, we'll just talk about the potato farmers of PSG. Uh, I do not apologise to ripping on them before. Uh, they suck. Let's go. Uh, anyway, before we get into it, let's uh, do the usual like, share, subscribe if you're Man United supporter, go and hide, because that's what we do. <laughs> Every week seems to be the same thing. I like, love it. One day there'll be an episode where they can sit comfortably through one of our episodes and be like, you know what, I feel good about this episode, I'm not going to get ripped on, I'll sit and listen to this one. Today ain't that one. Yeah. I'm going to make it a little jingle for us so we can just press play and like, like, subscribe and share. Oh, wait, no, what would it be? Like, no, share, like, subscribe, Man United supporters, go and hide. Yeah. Because it rhymes. Yeah. Done. Yeah, done. We're going to get it done. Well, it's well, going to happen. It's going to happen. Jingle. <laughs> jingle time. Um, yes. Now, before we get into it, yeah. so we are talking a little bit about uh, some WWE and AEW wrestling things, and it reminded me that I want to start a little segment here. So the super sub, super sub segment. So what I want, I want to get one of you... Uh, listeners in there to send us a message on instagram or facebook or something just ask us any question and um we'll just kick off the show with with a question from one of the viewers just to you know Hmm. loosen it up a bit talk about anything doesn't have to be about football but um i thought i'll get us um started uh today with like a little example Hmm. so uh, talking about wrestling kind of made me think of this one yeah so you haven't heard this so i'm going to put you on the spot i'm on the spot so Money in the Bank ladder match. Yeah. Okay? You can pick one previous or current Premier League player to represent you in the Money in the Bank. Who are you choosing? Jeez. Okay. So, past or, past or present, you said? Past or present, yeah. Past or present. In the Money in the Bank. Now. See, originally it was going to be Zombie Apocalypse, but I wanted to go with Akin Fenwa so bad, but he hasn't been in the Premier League. So I'm like, no, nope, change it to Money in the Bank. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, you know, oh, I'm going to go, oh, you know, I was about to say Vincent Company, but I know he would have pulled his hamstring just trying to walk up that ladder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe, maybe I can just see his prime. big head going through a table. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's got a bit of a Bobby Lashley look to him. Yeah. So it could be fine, but I'm just worried about that hamstring. It's always, always a Belgian, though. It's always a Belgian. Ooh. So, um, oh, that's that's incredible. I don't know who I'd want to support me on that one, represent me. Uh, do I want someone agile? Do I want someone big and defensively minded? Yeah, just someone to hold off, like, and then just when everyone's tired, just like, fuck you, and then just run up the ladder. I, ooh, I'm, I, okay, I'm going to go Bernardo Silva. Bernardo Silva, the little Portuguese man. Because he's just going to be hiding out, just like, like, randomly around the ring, and then the last second, he's just going to fucking snake his way in, straight up the ladder, take it, and then just run. He's gone. Mm. He's just tricky. He's just, he's just, that's what it is. It's yeah. Bernardo Silva. Yeah, I'm going Bernardo. All right. What about you? See, I'm thinking a goalkeeper yeah. because you need safe hands with the money in the bank. That's to, true. You, know, you need That's you fair. need to be able to hold on to that fucking 
And then they're going to be hanging there. I'm, I'm just thinking like yep. the end scene where someone's just fucking swinging there. Yep. You want someone yep. with safe hands. Maybe mm. not with the gloves on because they're not going to be able to fucking unclip the, True. the things. True. But I'm trying to think of like one of the greats like goalkeeper and yeah. I keep thinking Pepperina, but I don't want Pepperina. <laughs> <laughs> well he does have the head for it as well. So he should he go through a table, yes. <laughs> his head is protected. Yes, that but then I'm thinking Petacek has the headgear. He does. He does. Yeah. So I'm thinking like prime time Petacek. Mm. Not not after he kind of sta- overstayed his welcome and he just turned into a piece of shit. Yeah. Or I could just go Carius. Because he's a pretty boy. Pretty boys win the money in the bank. It's just uh, the thing. Yeah, but he doesn't, safe, have, he not, doesn't have the safe hands. He doesn't hands, have though. the safe hands. But he's got the hair gel. He's got the hair gel. He's so if he goes gel. through a table, like it's not going through to his head. Fair. Fair. You're not choosing carries though, are you? Nah, fuck it. I'm going pee-pee, Rainer. Okay, pee-pee, Rainer. Go, gotta go, Rainer. My boy, Rainer. The Rainer it is. Congratulations. I like that. I like that segment. Yeah. So, yeah, just a little... just. Just a little question. Just get involved. Send make us in. talk about something else. Yeah. Right. Make us get us thinking. Get our brains thinking. Yeah. Because we don't really think too much on this show. So. <sighs> Not yeah. very thinkable. Yeah. Anyway, back to the farms. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the farm that is taking itself over to the Champions League now. now. We we said from the beginning that PSG shouldn't stand a chance against the Galactico Champions League Real Madrid. Yeah. Yes, Real Madrid are not at their peak at the moment, but it's PSG. They they shouldn't. They think they're top shit, but in these big games they get found out. Yeah. So obviously Real Madrid uh, have suffered within the last. I'm going to say within the last two years in terms of players and where they sort of and, lie as a team now and managers as well. Managerial they haven't had as the well. best luck. They've been kind of going through the manager roulette at the moment. Yeah, but they are more on the up now than they were in having a lot of shock losses in recent times. Yeah. Now they have found themselves back to the top of the table in La Liga. They're still mm. finding themselves pushing forward in the Champions League. And I Benzema somehow, well, not somehow. He's he's a great striker. He is incredible. But he he's found his form again and everyone kind of just has written him off because of how old he is. And yeah. He's proving, much like Lewandowski, that he is still one of the one of the best strikers in the world. And clinical. And can so show clinical. up. 100%. I, did you watch the, the game? Did you watch much of the game? Uh, when I saw that Man City's game wasn't going anywhere, I turned over to the, to the yeah. Real game. Because when I saw what happened to the score, I was just like, I, I need to watch this game now. Yeah, so basically that first half... Real Madrid looked shit. Yeah. They, like, PSG were countering them every five seconds. Mbappe scored two goals, but one of them got disallowed. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just looked like PSG were just going to um, hold out this game. They got the early lead, and Real Madrid yep. didn't look like doing anything. Like, Vinicius Jr. had a good first ten minutes and and, and all that jazz. But um, and then in comes Donnarumma. Just absolutely... Shit show. Mm. Just gives the ball away on his own six-yard line. Yep. And just gave Real Madrid what they needed, just that one goal, and then Benzema does his thing. He just fucking gets a hat-trick in, what was it, like 15 minutes? Uh, 17 minutes. It was 17 yeah. to 18-minute hat-trick. And as soon as, as soon as Benzema scores there, it's like, 
they're going to turn on now, and yep. I can't see how PSG stop this. PSG, they so they they came into this game with the one nil advantage. They yep. got that last minute winner back in Paris to take with them here to the Bernabeu. And even then, both teams didn't play that well. No, like, that was- game could have gone to a nil or draw. Yeah, it basically nearly did until that last minute. And now. They think, sweet, we've got that upper advantage with the one goal. Yeah, the aggregate score doesn't matter anymore. But having that one goal cushion, sweet. And then first half, you get your second. Sweet, we're up 2-0 now that aggregate. You just have to hold on to that. Just defend. Just and- defend. Like when you look at at um, uh, PSG's team, like the defensive line of Nuno Mendes, Kimpembe, Marquinhos and Hakimi, like that, that's a... It's a strong defense. We can't tell you that PSG don't have a strong defense. It's a strong defense. Marquinhos is one of the best players in the box off a corner that you'll ever see. He's solid. He can play at striker. He can play at defender. He's a very same, versatile Same with guy. Hakimi as well. Very attacking, but he can defend. Yeah, exactly. I think, I think his defensive Hakimi play... Hakimi was one of the best players that PSG signed in, in that window. Uh, Nuno Mendes is obviously the, the youngster of, the, of that lot there that came in not too long ago. Yeah, but uh, he's, he's proven that he can hold his He was hold one of the own. Portuguese uh, young signings that everyone wanted. We wanted him. City were keen on him, but he wanted to go to PSG instead. And the same with Kimpembe. Kimpembe is a strong French centre-back as well, as, as well as having Donnarumma in goals, who also proved to be you know one of the top five goalkeepers in the last year or so. You've got a strong defence. Your midfield is there as well. You've still got Verratti on the pitch. You've got uh, Danilo Pereira and Paredes. Very so it's not like Verratti is the one that holds that midfield together because Verratti is a very strong Italian midfielder. And he, always has, he proved that in the World Cup. Yeah. He's he, proved he, that in PSG. He, he's good year. at holding the ball and he's good at moving the ball yeah, as well. exactly. And then obviously their attack of Mbappe, Neymar and Messi. It should. I, I, again, it, and it keeps coming back to they went out and they, and they got Messi's signature which I still think is the, the most ridiculous signing in the world, not in a good way, in a messy what-the-fuck-are-you-doing kind of way. But on paper, you go, you have the best youngster striker in the world, you have the best Brazilian in the world, and you have literally the literally best player in the, the world. The best player in the world, up front. How are, you, how are you not putting teams to the sword? You should be unplayable. Yeah. You're like... You that's just it. You should be unplayable when you when you attack, and it looked like that in the first half. Yeah. Mbappe was um, running through them with ease, and he mm. was he's pretty clinical as well. Like yeah. when when he gets a chance, but in that second half, the you, the first goal goes in, and you just see everyone from PSG their heads just drop. Yeah, and that's when you need your big boys like. Mbappe, Messi, and Neymar to swallow their little egos. There's too many egos. You just got to drop back, and you just got to help the team out. Like, they literally just had to do it for 10 minutes. Yeah. Just for 10 minutes, just defend for your life, and, you know, this wave of attack that's going to come from Real Madrid, just see it out. And then, you know, they're going to spend all their energy trying to get back into the game, and you just have to say no. And then that's when you can counter them and try to get the the safety net goal. Yeah. And like, they just didn't do it. There's there's no cohesion with PSG. Like, as much as you say their attack is, all those players are, are so far up there in the world, they don't work together. I'm sorry, they don't work together as a team. They're singles. 
Well, yeah, we saw Neymar leave Barcelona because he wanted to be the guy. Yeah. And I'm I'm sure bringing Messi to PSG hasn't helped with that. No. And I'm sure Mbappe just outclassing Neymar for most of his career mm. at PSG. Yeah. Opposed to Real Madrid's team, which they made some decent signings as well. They brought in Eduardo Camavinga, who is one of the rising youngsters uh, in, the, in the midfield. And they also brought in the, the very heavy experience of David Alaba for the defense. But that's the thing. They, they are a team. Yeah. You can see that they, they have a purpose. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Sure, it wasn't working very well. But when it does work, you've got three of the best midfielders in the world. Like as a as a collective, yeah. you're still running Luka Modric, Tony Cruz, and now who's proving to be a, a very very good midfielder in Federico Valverde. Yeah, it, like it's that those three together, mm. unplayable at times. Yeah, especially with the experience of Cruz and Modric. Yeah, they've and they've carried Champions League you, you many times. You can try you can try plan against it, but if Modric sees a pass. There's nothing you can do. He he's gonna it. he's gonna find the pass. And he makes it, and that's what they did. That's what they did. And they, then all all you need is Benzema. I'm I'm sure if you look at the stats, we'll say he has three shots and three goals. Actually, no, he had a good header in the first half, <laughs> and then yeah, but very clinical. Yeah, they um once they started uh, well, basically, so Madrid got their got that goal back in Benzema in the 61st, and then they just kept applying that pressure because they're like, oh shit. We have yeah. a foot in now. There's now only one goal less that we need. Yeah. And then, out of nowhere, I wasn't watching the game at this point because I, I was at work, so I had to fucking flip off for a second. I come back, and within the space of two minutes, it's 3-1. Benzema hat-trick. What the fuck? If professional footballers don't switch off like that. Yeah. You, you can't afford it. So, you know, you deserve to be picking your potatoes. Yeah. And then in France. after that, like, then I watched from then on, and Madrid just kept going. Yeah, no, they didn't stop. No. Vinicius and Rodrigo were just doing bits. Like, they should have scored another three, four goals. And PSG just didn't look like they will ever score again. PSG didn't look like they were trying to attack the ball. Like, any team would in that situation where they go, holy shit, we need to get one goal back to keep us in this, in a Champions League round of 16. That... They didn't do what the other teams do and push up, hold the ball, and just find that pass to just really fucking take it and get that chance back. They all just sat flat. Mm. And then once they gave the ball back to Madrid, Madrid weren't looking to hold the ball. They were looking to get back up and score again. Yeah, they but weren't, PSG weren't yeah. defending it. Yeah. They just let them walk through it. It's because you've got... They, they knew, like, Neymar, Mbappe, and Messi, they're not going to track back. They're not going to defend. They're yeah. not going to help the team. So let's just, let's just... Attack them. So what happens? Real Madrid go through to the next round. PSG go crashing out. Yeah. It's scary because I would much rather verse a PSG than a Real Madrid. Because you see Real Madrid and like, fuck. Mm. They've got so much history with the Champions yeah. League. Like They can just turn up. And especially now that they're really finding their form back as the La Liga giants that they were, it makes it even more scarier. Yeah. It's, it's not a team that you want to verse at any point. And PSG, well, I think they can be beaten on any day. Yeah, yeah, they've 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 shown that you know they've got three of the best strikers in the world. But if you can't, if you don't have the discipline to yeah. see out a game, then you're not going to win in a Champions League. Not over two legs. Yeah, they, they can they can beat you in a final. 
But yeah. over two legs, I'm not worried about PSG. We're the same. We we've done it twice. We did it twice. We did it. We did it in last year's Champions League to go through. We did it in this in the group stages. Same thing. The PSG are beatable. They're a beatable team. And I think this now. I think well, the writing's on the wall for Pochettino now. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. What What do you think he does? Do, do you think he gets sacked, or do you think uh, I, he just I, says goodbye, see you later? I, I think he already knew that he was very close to to getting booted anyway, because he's not been able to bring out a you know a fighting PSG side. He, he's not stringing together convincing wins in the in League One. He's not. Yeah, well, well they, they're going to win the title, but, like, fucking... Yeah, but still, like... It's not really an achievement for PSG. That's just the bare minimum. You're and also... They didn't, they didn't win their French Cup, whatever it's called. Like, Yeah, exactly. I, I Like, look, where are they sitting? Okay, yeah, so they're comfortably winning the league. Yeah, they should be, like, 12 they're points. 13, yeah. 13 points ahead, 27 yeah. games played. But, you know, that's why it's a Farmers League. There's not much else happening. So, your focus should be on the Champions League. And with the talent that you're getting given, you need to know how to control those players. You've brought in Lionel Messi, who's scored, what, three goals since he's joined? Yeah. He's the best player in the world who can't score in this team. I will say that Neymar is looking better in that kind of assist role. Yeah. It seems like he's um, not trying to be the main man anymore, mm. which is probably the best thing for him because his passing is also phenomenal phenomenal we've seen it in the the back heel assist in the first leg yeah and then um i think it might have been the disallowed goal for mbappe neymar puts through a juicy ball mm. right down the middle and mbappe just runs up and slots it yeah so it's kind of that's probably the only positive you could take from that but at the same time he doesn't drop back and help defend yeah he's still only thinking about one thing like yeah i think it's um Going back around, I think it's just rough for any manager to come into this PSG team. Uh, Poch is a great manager. Granted, he couldn't bring anything to Spurs, but that's just that's on Spurs. Nah, they they need a manager that's won everything mm. because that's the only way they're going to get respect from that dressing room. Yeah, very hard. And so, they're not getting Pep, and they're not getting Klopp. No. So who do you go for? Exactly. Don't know. So I, I reckon Poch doesn't last too much longer. Uh, I think that's probably a, a want of will on his own. He probably doesn't want to stay. But football's football. That's what happens. But either way, Real Madrid go through. PSG go crashing out. Um, before we move to the next match, I just want to give the shout-out to the Man City match. Uh, our second leg against Sporting. Nil all. Nothing great. It was a run-out for a couple of youngsters. We had a 19-year-old academy player start, which is always big. When you're an academy player and you're getting a start in a Champions League round of 16. Um, put in a good performance. We subbed on Scott Carson, our uh, 97-year-old goalkeeper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, this is how I worded it as Pep manifesting uh, Man City to win the Champions League. So tell us what happened yeah. back in the day with uh, so, this Scott Carson. So Scott God. Carson is, is, is a legend of the game. Uh, granted, not as much for his ability, but just because of the... The type of guy that he is, like he's been around, he's seen some things. Yeah, all our players say that Scott Carson is the greatest person in the dressing room and and in training and everything. He's just funny. He's happy doing what he's doing. He doesn't care that he doesn't play. He just loves being the guy that everyone can have a laugh with. And 
2005, he was with Liverpool. You guys from the Champions League as well in the same spot. You sub on Scott Carson to come on as a sub in goals, again, just to get some Champions League, point, uh, uh, Champions League minutes in. In that season, after subbing on Scott Carson, you then went on to win the whole Champions League. Um, oof, it was the best Champions League win in history. It was So, that means for us, yeah, we've done the same. Uh, yeah, you've... you've um, Set in the in the heads of Man City supporters that this year's your year. Exactly right. And how long have we been saying that for? <laughs> Way too I, long. It, it feels like it feels like um, me as a Liverpool fan when like we were trying to win that Premier League title for so fucking long. Yeah. And we just got like like a couple of points short every year. And it's like uh, next year, next year. But, but it um, comes, doesn't it? It, it comes around. It's, it's got to come eventually. And Pep's he has to win it before he leaves City. Yeah. It's just. Uh, even if he's 97 years old, yeah, Pep's staying exactly. until he gets the title with City. Yeah. So <laughs> hopefully we're manifesting that same luck as, as Liverpool did. Um, but that game just went down to, to just nil all. We just gave a, a couple more youngsters, subbed on, just to get some, some debuts under their belts and have a bit of confidence going back to the academy and that. So uh, I will say from the highlights that I saw, um, the sporting keeper made some banging saves. Oh yeah, no, we're uh, like we had chances. Yeah, they just they switched on to their defence. They weren't making anything of it back down our end. Uh, but the second Scott Carson was subbed on, they had a one-on-one chance that he saved. Yeah, you love that. Well, I was things, just like, well, there you, you go. We, better we, than Edison. <laughs> we, we proved we <laughs> he, proved he, the sub right. He gets a Premier League start next week. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, so yeah, like we went up five nil in that aggregate going to that game anyway. So yeah, it was so, always going to yeah. be, we're going to play youngsters and just hold on to it. Now, on on the reverse side of things, Bayern. So they had a one-all draw with Red Bull Salzburg yep. um, in the first leg. And then they just come into the second leg and go, you know what? These guys are shit. Yeah. 7-0. Seven 7-1. Nil. Seven one. Seven one. Seven was one. it 7-1? Seven, seven yeah. Jesus Christ. They literally... Came into the second leg going, all right, did you guys enjoy that first leg? Did you enjoy having a sniff of, of getting through? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Welcome to the Allianz, bitches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Bayern Munich. Yeah. FC, here we go. And then Lewandowski, hat trick. Muller getting in there. Everyone's having a go. They pulled down all of their pants and spanked them in a stadium. They, literally, they just went, not going to happen again, boys. Like. Boys against men. And now we just hope for Bayern versus Real Madrid in the quarters because that yeah. would be very juicy for everyone. Yeah, 100%. Um, like, it was it was curious because that first leg we were all like, ooh, a draw with Salzburg. Okay, that's very surprising. It's, it's not unlike Bayern to, to drop a game here and there, but they've done this many times before in the Champions League where they'll drop that first leg and the second leg, they go, ah, yeah, you thought we were giving up? Ah, ah here you yeah. go. Here's I, a ribbon. I did a little bit of research, right? Mm-hmm. Manchester City and Liverpool could make history. Yeah. We could have the most exciting month of history in football if the stars align. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're coming to the Etihad yep. in April, yeah? Yep. At the same time, we could also be playing in the F- FA Cup round. And we could also be playing two legs of Champions League in the one month. Four games in one month. It's like a fucking test match. That 
of City. It would give me a heart attack, man. I, I don't want it to happen, but at the same time, what a glorious little piece of history. The two best clubs in the world going head-to-head four games in a row. Yeah, that's... Oh, imagine. That's huge. That's... Oh. And it, it's possible. This is actually possible. I'm doing my best to avoid this. No, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 as much as like as great as that sounds, fuck man, like that's gonna be like that's headaches just, every oh, week. Because oh. <laughs> like, like, how do you like like as a pundit, as a podcaster, as anyone in the industry, how do you fucking talk about that for four weeks straight? Yeah, and how different are the teams going to be? Exactly, like, <laughs> exactly. Like, like how how does it go if it goes? Uh, two wins for two wins on both teams. It doesn't settle anything. Yeah. We're still both as good as each other. And I guess what would make it even better is if we get to the Etihad still three points behind you guys. Yeah. And that that's, I guess, as the Liverpool team, I guess that's what we're looking towards. Like, we yeah. want the Etihad game to mean something. 100%. Whether it means that we just don't let you win and we just keep our heads in that title race... Mm. But if we can get there three points behind you guys, or better, and then have you in the FA Cup and the Champions League, you could single-handedly squash our quad dreams in in the matter of weeks. Yes. Yes, we could. I'm he- I, I don't, I'm, I'm, I don't I'm, want to think about I'm it. I'm here for it, but I'm not it. here for it. I know. I, oh. I am so excited for this season to end, just to see what happens, because fuck me, like... It has been it's it's been like not exciting the last couple of seasons for football because either we clear it by a country mile or you guys get your shock one in or Chelsea picked up one out of nowhere or there's no crowd yeah or or there's no crowd as Champions well. League gets postponed yeah it's just yeah it, it wasn't even for like FPL and stuff it was shit mm. hey like yeah. Every match was getting cancelled. Sucked. So hard to do. And now we're back into like normal and it's like my heart can't handle all of these games. Yeah, exactly. I'm not used to Liverpool being in all four competitions as well. It's just yeah. like, can, can you like just relax a little bit? It's weird. It's a weird <laughs> one. It adds the stress, which I'm sure added stress in your Champions League game that happened as well against Inter in the second leg. Yes. It, like, so we went into... This game, 2-0 up on aggregate. Yeah. Into Milan win, 1-0. So we go through. Um, not upset that we lost, because I think if you're going to lose any game, this is probably the least important game, because we still go mm. through to the quarterfinals. Yeah. We we lost our record at Anfield. I think we were like 60 games undefeated or something. So, you know, yeah. it's a it's a, it's a a shit record to, to lose, but at the same time, fucking just happy that we got through to the quarters. Yeah. Which it should be. Now, you had a little bit of a problem with this game because you thought that if um, Sanchez wasn't red-carded... Yeah. That, um, so, straight away. So, Inter had you guys in a majority of this game. Yeah. Up until the red card. So, Inter come into this 61st minute, Martinez scores. Cracker goal too. Great. Goal. Oh, yeah. It's Beautiful That's goal. a one. You don't save those. So then Inter are left with 30 minutes to keep putting on the pressure to score one more goal. Yeah. And that one goal that Martinez scores, that adds so much fire to the game because they go, shit, one yeah, more like, goal. This is like Inter Milan are going to take it to us now. Yeah. yeah. And that's when all gears would have kicked in. 
But instead, two minutes later, Alexis Sanchez goes in again and picks up a second yellow. Yeah. Which was a debatable yellow. Yeah. It wasn't so, a clear-cut yellow. What what I'm... I'm not... So I am angry that he gave a second yellow there, mm. but I'm also angry that he didn't get a red from the first tackle in yeah. the first half. It's like the it, it just seemed like the refs were looking for a way to get rid of him, mm. which I don't think is right. I think he should have got a red in the first half, yeah. and he shouldn't have got a second yellow in the second half. So yeah. it's kind of a catch twenty two. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just annoying that that's how football works. Exactly. Because they're probably the refs have probably gone into half time after having a shit half. By the way, those mm. refs are dreadful. Yeah, and they've looked at that tackle and like oh shit he's got him like above the kneecap mm. he should have got a red card there yep and then they're just looking for that whole second half to find a way to get rid of him mm-hmm. and unfortunately for inter it's right after they score a goal yeah now on any other day like liverpool hit the post three times it was yeah you yeah, guys in, were so if, if salah just scores one of those chances whole different game we're talking about how fucking yeah. cruisy that game yeah, was yeah that's done 100% yeah but it doesn't work. Like That's not how football works. Yeah. Sometimes you just have your off games. And yeah. we scrape through and we'll fucking... We're unlucky and lucky at the same yeah, time. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But use the through. He's made it in. And that's all that matters for My you guys. My heart can rest for a little bit. You can yeah. rest a little bit longer. Um, so that's the Champions League. We've got an interesting second set of Champions League matches coming around. Yeah, uh, no offense to like the the second lot of people, but I don't really put my money on any of these eight teams winning. Yeah, like I get it, Chelsea won last year, but come on, they're not gonna. Like, I don't think that they're gonna beat any of the big four teams that are in there over two legs. Yeah. I don't think they can beat Man City over two legs. I don't think they can beat Real Madrid or Bayern Munich over two legs, and I. Sure as shit, don't think they can beat Liverpool over two legs. Yep. So unless they get lucky in the quarters and semis, like they could just get an Ajax and a fucking, mm. who else in there? Like a Man United. Yeah, exactly. In the quarters and semis. And that's if they go. Because I mean, Man United, they're, they're the ones we talk about. They're going into with a one or draw over at Let it go in this game anyway. They yeah. are playing at home. But as we've but said many of times... Every week we come in. Yeah, yeah, no one's scared to go to Old Trafford anymore. No one. Not even these European big boys. And like, Atletico are not scared. No. This is an Atletico team that took La Liga out. Yeah. And yeah, they've got like a bit of an aging squad, you could say. I think that's fair to say. But um, with Diego at the helm, they're hard to beat. They're a hard team to beat. And... I think Man United need to attack him, and that's going to fall right into Atletico's plans. Yep. yep. I don't. I don't see this being the game where Man United pick up the slack and and drive it home, because I've not been putting in those performances in the league, trying to keep a Champions League spot. And I know what's going to happen. We say that Man United is shit, and then they come and spank Atletico like four nil. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say Man United win. Well, there you go. Yeah. Take that, fucking take that, United. United lovers, yeah, fucking assholes. But here's Mitch. something. Here's something that you can't uh, love about. Let's talk about the Premier League that just happened as well. Ooh, yeah. Should we start off with a certain derby? Yeah. Um, I guess it's a lesser Manchester team versus a better Manchester team. It's it's not much of a derby anymore because it doesn't. It didn't look like United had a chance. You know, it's not a derby if I don't even want to wake up for the game. Yep, it's like that's it. Like, 
it's not a... I don't think there was anyone betting on Manchester United to beat Manchester City. There was people hoping, pretty much all of Liverpool were hoping that, you know, maybe Manchester United show up. Yeah, and, you know, United, they, they gave it a crack in the first half. You know, they came back, they, they tied it up before By having time. a crack, you mean they had one shot and that just happened to be a goal? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Good counter. It was a great goal. I can't take away from oh, it. yeah. Beautiful goal. Jaden Sancho showed why he shouldn't have left Man City, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, game ends 4-1, Man City. Manchester is blue. It's always going to be blue. Uh, we finish above United every single season of the last 10 years. It is what it is. If you don't have any shots in the second half, you can't win a game. No. That's just a little fun fact that I want to give Manchester United. <laughs> just in case they're listening, like the your fucking chairman, yeah. you need to shoot to score goals. Exactly. And we're a team that plays with no striker. And we score as many goals as we do. Shut your mouth. Uh, De Bruyne double, Mahrez double. Two players that are way too far in form. Yeah, the double-double. Like, Those boys are just... Tearing it up at the moment. Yeah. The first one is Bernardo Silva. As I said, he just weaved in and out of that defense on the side, drags the ball in across to De Bruyne, and De Bruyne just has the slot. Easy as you like. It's what we do. And then you've got De Bruyne's second one was just your Sunday league scuffle in the goal. Okay. A couple deflections. That came from a goal that, uh, well, uh, sorry, a shot that would have had headlines everywhere had he scored. And that was Phil Foden. Taking that touch over the top. Oh, it was delicious. Getting that shot on and just so unlucky not to score it. But the the rebounds came through. Maguire did a dummy for whatever reason in the six-yard box, which then fell to Bernardo, whose shot deflected as well. That fell into De Bruyne, and De Bruyne just did the smart thing, put it over everyone yeah. and scores it. But had Phil scored that one, oh, my God, I would have screamed my fucking lungs out. Yeah, it's uh, you're looking very scary. I don't know how to uh, weigh it up against you versus Manchester United mm. because I think anyone can go and beat Manchester United. Yeah, but you guys are playing with a lot more freedom than what I'm seeing at Liverpool at the moment. Yeah, like it just seems like you guys have the confidence that we're just going to bury a chance eventually. Whereas Liverpool, yeah. we're just like taking shots from anywhere, and it's like these balls aren't going in the fucking net. Like, come yeah. on. Which is, you know, it's it's on both hands there because you guys do that where you'll, you'll crack shots from wherever, wherever you have to. It doesn't matter who takes it. When with us, we want to make sure we secure it in the box. Yeah, it's like when, when you have a shot, it's a tap-in. Yeah, we always make too many passes. And, and sometimes I fucking hate it because in games where we need that goal, they just do that doing extra, that. Yeah, the extra pass. Like, no, 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 just take the shot. You are world-class players. You mm. can shoot outside mm. the box and you will score it. You've done it before. Well, that's probably why you have someone like Jack Grealish in the team. Yeah. Because he's the type of guy that's going to ping it from the outside the 18 yeah. and probably postage stamp. As but, well as De Bruyne. He can hit yeah. them as well. But as as it's been happening, and like that's why I, like, I still defend Jack Grealish. Grealish has been performing really well in our last couple of games. And he got that goal in the cup. And sit your drink like that, you little smart mug. Did you see his goal in the cup? Yeah. Eh? Eh. eh, that touch and that finish, uh. silencing you, shut your mouth. He performs so well on that wing in a different position than he had to at Aston Villa, where he's not scoring the goals and that, because that's not what he does. That's not what Man City do. Yeah, he right. makes the plays happen. 
on to the next guy. And he holds the balls. Let's stop talking about Grealish. Riyad Mahrez. Yeah, we can talk about him. He's all right. He's one of the most informed players in the Premier League that yeah, there is right now. He is, he is a delicious player. He, he is just... I fucking hate Manchester City, but he is just delicious to watch. He is too good. He looks like a chocolate snack. Uh, 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 just just the drizzle on top. Honestly, like, oh. honestly, that corner where it just gets floated across above everyone else and Mahrez just lines it up on the half volley mm. in the corner. Delicious. And then the second one, he goes... You know what? I don't like David De Gea's face today. And smacks it against his face and puts it top corner. <laughs> Would have been great if he saved it. Oh, yeah, 100%. Different Scott story. Sterling style. Yeah, 100%. But he didn't. And that's the main yeah. thing. So we take a big derby win. Yeah. Uh, the second game into, into this season anyway as well, no doubt. And uh, we keep our place at the top. Yep. And you'll probably, you'll probably stay there, to be honest. For majority of the season, but it's, it's just it's it's just getting close though. Yeah, there's just going to be a lot of games coming thick and fast, and it's just who's going to lose first, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Arsenal are coming up the ranks though. So yeah, they, they've and, taken out the fourth spot. Yeah, we've got them in two weeks as well. And they still they've only played twenty five games, so they have two games in hand over Chelsea and you guys as well. And Chelsea aren't really looking all the best at the moment. Yeah, they beat Norwich this morning, but it's fucking Norwich. Anyone yeah, can beat they've Norwich. Had easy games. It was Norwich and Burnley as well. Yeah. So well, they, they pulled Burnley's pants down. Yeah, they really Rip. did. Um, so they go they go into fourth, playing twenty five matches. Man United go into fifth, playing twenty eight matches. Yeah, I. So I think Arsenal keep their fourth spot because they're in they're form. finding their stride really well. I, I think they're going to get a shock when they play Liverpool because I think they've had a pretty easy run in, and then they always seem we always seem to do this. We think like Arsenal are playing really good football, yeah, but then they come across like a quality team because they're not playing in Europe at the moment. Mm. They don't really get much, you know, competitive opponents, and then they come against one of these big boys and. Um, they just lose their heads. Yep. Zaka gets red carded. That's mm-hmm. kind of a standard. Yep, yep. Um, like they had it close against Watford. They only won three two. Yeah. Watford almost made a good comeback. Fucking but the goals in that game were ridiculous quality. Yeah. Martinelli and was. It's just shows why his hobby cards are so fucking expensive right now. It's just ridiculous. Like those goals, you you thought it was a Champions League final. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So they're killing it. They're making their way up there, proving that. Um, Everton, I think, are definitely going down. Oh, they don't. Oh, they don't look good. They got smacked five 0 against Spurs, and they look like they did not want to be there at all. Yeah, and then they did like a little parade for Deli Alley after he got spanked by his former team. <laughs> it's like, why is that a feel good thing? You just got spanked. That's the only reason why the Tottenham fans are happy. Yep. They, they wouldn't be happy if Everton came and won and then Hugo gives him a parade around fucking Tottenham. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Everton are not looking good right I now. I don't think Frankie's your man, Everton. Uh, it's going to take a little bit to get him back. Uh, get, a, get, get back up that table. The only thing that's going to save them is that there are three other clubs that are equally as shit that are already below them. Yep. Yep. But one team that were in that situation fighting their way up is Newcastle. And they just fucking look like they're ready for Europe, don't they? They look like they have found 
their little spark to keep them in the Premier League and then rebuild and push on as a top eight contender team in the next season. And do you notice how when the best player in the club is injured, the rest of the team play well? Mm. They're not relying on St. Maximum anymore. Yeah. He's not there. And the they're, I guess, playing more as a team rather than just, oh, we'll, we'll find Maximum and he'll, he'll get us out of this ditch. Yeah. Like, they're, they're playing as a team. They're scoring goals from all over the park. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they're holding out teams as well, which you don't really see Newcastle do much. Yep. So the Kiwi boy, Chris Wood, got his first goal for the club. Yeah, up the Kiwis. As he does. And uh, the one, Bruno Gamarish. Yeah, so they're, they're two new signings getting the goals. And did you see Bruno's goal? I did not see the goal. Was it delicious? It was a back heel on the volley. I fucking hate you, Newcastle. In the box. So they whipped the in. The audacity. They whipped it in. Um, I can't remember who who headed it across. I think it was Dan Byrne. Yeah, Dan Byrne headed it back across goal. And Bruno, was his back was facing the goal. So he just jumped up. Back heel. Fucking ninja kicked it. And straight through. Straight through everyone. Went through. Oh. Everyone was just like, holy shit. Yeah, okay, I'm watching there that goal is. after this. Watch that goal after that. Jesus. Uh, but that's them uh, cruising that over Southampton 2-1 and, and South- also coming South- off a 2-1 win against Brighton as well. Yeah, Southampton are a team that have been in pretty good form lately as well, so I mm. wouldn't underestimate that win. That's a big win, and it's putting them closer to them on the table as well because they're, they're around that area as well. What, yeah, Newcastle, that's, it's put them up to 14th. Yeah. So they're, yeah. they're climbing, they're climbing, they're... they're I'd put them, I'd put them out of relegation battle now. Oh yeah, they're clear. They're clear. They're clear they're, of relegation. They're, 100%. They've got probably besides City and Liverpool, probably got the best form in the league at the moment. Mm. I don't think they've lost a game. in They've taken five. twenty points in twenty twenty two so far, which is the second most out of any team. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's great form. Yeah, and there, yeah, there's no one in the bottom. Um, that bottom kind of six that are going to overtake them. Yeah, and they're only going to get better, especially with their rebuilds and everything. I, I listened to um, uh, True Geordie's uh, podcast and he did an interview with Kieran Trippier yeah. about his return and everything. And he's just like saying, he's just like, the club are just, you know, they're prepared to do what they need to do. Um, the main thing is obviously stay up for this season in the Prem. Uh, and then as their rebuild happens, aim for the Premier League trophy in itself. Well, their fans are fucking crazy. Yeah. So they kind of deserve, oh, I wouldn't say a trophy because that means Liverpool aren't winning A it. long way down the road, they yeah, will. I think, um, I think maybe Conference League next year might be a good shout. Get a taste of Europe. Yeah. It'll be good for them. Either Conference or in Europa. Yeah. It'll be nice. Um, even, even getting further up into the FA Cup, Carabao, mm, yeah. in one of those it's cups, just, for sure. It's just one of those things where... Um, these teams that are considerably lower, they don't have the squad depth. Yeah. So when they're going into Europe and they're playing, you know, two or three games a week, you can't be playing your best eleven. Mm. I don't know the last time Liverpool have played their best eleven because we're yeah. just in too many team. Like we're in too many games. Yep. We can't afford to be given ninety minutes after ninety minutes after ninety minutes. Same for Man City. You guys yep. have rotated pretty much your. Front or oh, your yeah, midfielders. We, we have the deepest squad depth oh, out of any team by far. And your and your second eleven makes probably 
the first 11 for the bottom 10 clubs. Yeah. Even some top six clubs. Yeah. I, I, would, I would say Tottenham. The only, oh, besides <laughs> um, Kane and so on. Yeah. But, yeah, but... Oh, they are. But uh, it, it's promising for Newcastle, you know. Uh, it was a big money takeover and obviously a lot of heads turned being like, oh, they're now going to be the big money club. But it's, it's what a takeover does. It, it, it injects it, new life into a club. And the signings didn't... I didn't think they were very good signings, but yeah, they we, definitely proved... We spoke about in the in the first episode about the, about the window. They weren't significant signings, but they were. Yeah, they, they've, they've worked. They've obviously done their research, like what does this team need? And they haven't gone out and signed an 80 million striker. No. Or you know they've they've spent a bit of money, but in different areas where they knew they needed work. And in all those areas, they've proved it between yeah. all of them, between Chris Wood, Bruno, Kieran Trippier, definitely Fraser as well, Dan Byrne, Matt Target. Yeah, it's just all all these guys are just they're holding their place, and they're mm. like the business has been very good from yeah, Newcastle. It's been smart, and and if they're saying that they want to be in Europe. Next year, I'm very excited to see who they try to sign next year. Yep, it'll be big. It'll if be the, big if for they've them. got the injection of money, uh, they could realistically go for anyone they want. Yep, no, that's it. That's good. It's good for Newcastle. It's gonna be. It's gonna be exciting. Um, everyone else just sort of plotted along. Philip Coutinho is still an absolute god. Yeah, like uh, my captain Coutinho. <laughs> yo, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, your fantasy uh, went off the rails and could have went even further had you not had Matty Cash on the bench. Oh, my goodness. And it, he wasn't even on the bench. He was at the end of the bench yeah. as well. So and even he gets if you like, had a sub, oh, he's not getting on. Like, fuck me. But but still had a very good week um, in the fantasy, and Captain Coutinho did bits for me. Yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, uh, Captain Watkins instead. Yeah, we we were head to head this this match in our little yeah. comp. So um, and we both had uh, uh, Coutinho in there and Ramsey. Um, did you have Watkins in yours? I don't have Watkins. No, no, no. You wouldn't because you've got Cash. Because yeah. you've got you've got Ramsey. Yeah. Coutinho yeah, and so then Cash. Cash is my my um, third. Yeah, yeah. So I was hoping that Watkins would have put in the poaching goals to try and overdo you, but then no, he didn't. Coutinho got it. Yeah, so I finished on 90, 92 points. Yeah, this and week. I got 81. Yeah, so it came down to that Villa game, and Adam was giving me shit going, Watkins hat trick incoming, like, nah, Captain Coutinho. Yeah. Let's just put your faith in Coutinho just for this round. And Captain Coutinho did it for you. Yeah. So um, he took it out. I think, I think next week, uh, let's have a look. Yeah, I've got, um. oh, do I have my triple captain? I do. Triple captain with um Salah. Playing Brighton and Arsenal. Yes, I do have Salah captain, not triple captain because I don't have it available. Yeah, I'm just uh, I'm 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 placing my bets on this double round for Liverpool, and I think Salah, after hitting the post twice, he's just gonna come out and just be like, "This is me. Yeah. This is why I'm the Golden Boot winner this year." Yeah, because I don't see anyone else catching him. Yep, that's it. Still got um, what else have I got there? I don't know who I took out. What the hell's Kinsella injured? Arsenal? Nah, he's uh, he's just got an illness. Yeah, he'll be he'll be back for it. He just didn't play the Champions League. He just felt a little bit ill. Just yeah. probably just having a break anyway. But he will return to that one. Uh, I think that roundabout wraps it up. That wraps up the show. Yeah, it's we'll come episode. back next next week. Um, when um, 
bit more Premier League action and Champions League mm-hmm, action's mm-hmm. done. We'll see who finally comes through in the Champions League. I think by then, maybe the draw will be done for the next round. Yeah. Possibly. Or if, well, it depends on what or day they do you come the around. live draw. Because it goes to the quarters now, doesn't it? it? It does. They do like the whole road now. They do like the yeah, quarters, semis, yep. and then I'm pretty sure who's yep. going to get the home ground for or the home strip for yep. the final as well. Yeah. So we could be we could be in for a shout there if they do that draw in time. Yeah. Otherwise, we'll just talk about ourselves who we think might be going up against yeah. each other. And we could even else. just do it a day later, so we have something to talk about on mm-hmm. the on the. So we yeah. can do that. We can definitely yeah. do that. Um, all right. Guys, thanks for all listening out here to the Left on the Bench podcast. Uh, if you want to find us anywhere, links are all down below. Follow us on Instagram. Uh, again, send check us a out, question um, for the subs bench. Yeah, check out Adam's other podcast. Um, do you like that podcast? Uh, it's about movies and shit. So if you dig movies, you go on and give it a little squiz. I, d- I just went and watched um, Uncharted yesterday. So yeah. um, go listen to Adam's review on Uncharted because I think we'll like we'll like it. Yeah. Yeah. Be excited! The Batman review will be coming out again. I did have that recorded with with Jack, the ex co-host, but uh, technical issues plagued it as it always does. So we have to re-record that whole episode again. So let's just hope I don't have to talk about this podcast again because. Um, no, nah, I think that, we're safe. Yeah, we should be good. I think we're safe. We're good. We got a good setup here. Uh, but yeah, check us all out there. Find us everywhere you can. Share, subscribe, send us to your friends. All that good stuff. And Get involved in the super sub segment. Let's exactly make this right. work. Send us whatever you want. We'll answer whatever question uh, to kick us off on the show. So, until we see you all in the dugout. You've been left on the bench. <laughs>